we'd like to welcome you back to part four of our current event and weekly Bible study for August 4th, 2013. And the next report, switching gears here, is entitled U.S. to Create Exopolitics Department to Run Alien Affairs According to Insiders. This is written by a guy named Dr. Michael Salia. And uh, here he gives a mock-up of a Department of Exopolitics logo. Now I'll explain what all that means in a second. And for the United States of America, it's like his version of what it would look like. According to well-informed sources, the U.S. <clears throat> sorry, the U.S. government is set to announce a new department or office that would run extraterrestrial affairs. Today, in his latest installment in the popular Veterans Today website, this is Veterans Today. Okay, this is not some ultra fringe website here. It's Veterans Today. This is the th- one of the things that really got my attention. Is the source, the popular Veterans Today website about an undeclared space war. Doctor Preston James argues that an internal decision is about to be reached by a secret exopolitics committee that manages extraterrestrial affairs. Exopolitics, I mean, meaning extra extraterrestrial matters pertaining to politics. I think is this is what they're trying to the the whole term exopolitics. Okay. They are on the verge of deciding that the time has arrived to go public. Full disclosure of an extraterrestrial presence. Now, I've been talking about this for a long, long time. I give you a whole bunch of my teachings I've done on the subject of, quote, disclosure. How the Vatican plays into that. How the government plays into that. All the things ramping up and building up to that point. How that's going to relate to the coming Antichrist and false prophet. How it lines up with what the Word of God says and it does not contradict it. And how that possible scenario may play out. Anyway, I give you those links a little further down here. I'll tell you where that's at a little bit later. So, the secret committee is called Majestic 12, or MJ-12, according to Dr. James. And it is about to improve the creation of a formal department of Office of Exopolitics. Its job would be to formally conduct relations with extraterrestrial life in the same way that the Department of State manages U.S. relations with international governments. Can you imagine? But this is what good old Heli was been preparing us for for years and years and years, right? I mean, going all the way back to the 50s. Dr. James claims several esteemed individuals are under consideration to run the first department or office of exopolitics. Dr. James begins with reports he has received from unnamed sources about the deliberations of the secret exopolitics committee called MJ-12 that has run extraterrestrial affairs since 1947. He writes that the decision to go public is being driven largely by the younger members. Some reports have suggested that there has been a deep internal split in this group with younger members pushing hard for complete USG public disclosure followed by setting up by the setting up of, of an official USG Department of Exopolitics. James claims that several esteemed individuals have already been considered to run this proposed office. USG is now in the process of setting up an official office for exopolitics and considering several esteemed several esteemed individuals from which to choose a director to run this new office. There is no precedent uh, for setting up a department or office of exopolitics in the world. While the United Nations passed 
decision 33 slash 427 in 1978 authorizing the creation of a United Nations agency to monitor reports of UFOs and extraterrestrial life. The decision was never implemented by its member states. The only bureaucratic history that is known with any degree of reliability is that of the Majestic 12 Committee that originally constituted a de facto office of exopolitics was initially set up as a covert program within the U.S. Security Council system. Here is a description of MJ-12's reconstitution during the Eisenhower administration, which says the most significant institutional reorganization as far as political management of the extraterrestrial presence was concerned was expanding and formalizing MJ-12 as an autonomous institution fully authorized by executive order to deliberate upon and make policy decisions on the ET presence. Now, I've talked about this before in the teaching I did regarding the Grenada Treaty, and uh, I never had anybody refute it. I'm not challenging anybody to refute it, but I'm just saying, I, th- I think the evidence is pretty overwhelming. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just pause it here for a second. I'm going to put that in here so you can understand that sometimes I'm doing a study and I'm thinking I need to add something in. I forget about it. And then as I'm reading the study, I'm realizing, oh, I forgot to add that in or I need to add this in. So that if you're looking at a study and you can say, oh, okay, well, let's see where, you know, Let's see some confirmation of what you're saying here. Is there any other precedent for this? So let me, uh, I'm going to do that right now. Okay, so I just posted the two-part study here uh, entitled Strong Delusion, ETs, Aliens, UFOs, Nephilim, and the Grenada Treaty. So you can have, listen to that if you like. So going back to the report, it says MJ-12 became formally embedded in the Covert Operations Committee of the National Security Council. Um, Committee 5412, named after the National Security Council Edict of 5412. MJ-12's earlier existence as an ad hoc committee appointed by executive authority was now transformed into a permanent subcommittee institutionally embedded within the most secret of all National Security Council committees. Evidence from the whistleblower testimony suggests that Truman's ad hoc committee, MJ-12, was reorganized uh, so as to now comprise two layers. The outermost layer was a group of 40 individuals who would form a study group, hence the name PI-40, a special tr- study group attributed to MJ-12, whose function was to provide a specialized studies and policy recommendations concerning ET issues for a smaller decision-making group that would actually make official policy recommendations for implementation after gaining executive approval from President Eisenhower. And I get into all that in this Grenada Treaty as far as how it's interlinked with our uh, presidents and government. Initially hidden within the national security system, the MJ-12 Office of Exopolitics has morphed over time into a quasi-governmental entity with significant corporate involvement and a distinct international element. According to Dr. James, undisclosed sources say that younger members of the MJ-12 want complete public disclosure as soon as possible, within 2013. Now, whether that happens or not, I don't know. But, you know, that obviously 
We're more than halfway to, through 2013. And have actually been providing leaks for over 20 years, helping Hollywood writers and producers by supplying information so that movies can be made and the public can be conditioned in a small in small baby steps to accept the idea of alien visitation. Now isn't that what I've been saying and a lot of other people have been saying for a long time? Hollywood is doing this on purpose to condition us. And it's not just Hollywood, but a lot of public. They've been doing this for a long time to condition us in baby steps for when the old big disclosure debut happens. How credible is Dr. James and his unnamed sources? Veterans Today is a highly respected website which has key individuals in its editorial board with deep connections to the world of military intelligence. I mean, it's not like they're producing something like this every other week. I've never even seen an article like this from them, ever. So it's not like they have this history of being all this, getting in all this fringe stuff. Dr. James is a board-certified uh, physiologist with 35 years of experience in marriage and family therapy and claims many contacts with those in military intelligence. His professional background and military intelligence connections suggest his sources are worth, worth taking seriously. I mean, you know, I couldn't believe this came out of Veterans Today. If Dr. James' sources are correct, then not only can we expect a formal governmental disclosure of extraterrestrial life in the very near future, but the creation of a U.S. government office or Department of Exopolitics to follow soon after. The director-slash-secretary of such an office or department could be vetted by Congress to determine their suitability in managing the most important policies confronting humanity in the 21st century. Creating an exopolitics office or department would be a tremendous step forward in bringing transparency and accountability to how relations with extraterrestrial visitors are being run by elements of the U.S. government. So all this extraterrestrial visit stuff, you know, the absolute explosion of UFO sightings in the last 10 years alone, incrementally increasing pretty much every year. This is another conditioning tool. All of this is going to be used in the emergence of the Antichrist and the false prophet. Remember, they're going to deceive the whole world through signs, lying wonders, and miracles where which they'll deceive the whole world. It says that's the primary means. Well, when you get into all the alien garbage and, and the you know the gigantic spaceships, and this is how Hollywood's portrayed so many of these things in series like The V and District 13 or whatever that one show. I mean, these gigantic, huge spacecrafts, whether they're real or holographic projections, whatever, people are going to buy into it. You know, and they're going to come there claiming that there are creators, like the ancient astronaut theory purports it will, which is basically what intelligent design is based on. And if you want to know more about that, can intelligent design or ancient astronaut theory. Intelligent design is not based on the God of the Bible, if you trace back its roots. So, they're going to come here saying that we created you, you know, millions of years ago, you're our little science project, and you messed things up so bad, look at the environment, that we got to come back and police our little science project. And, if you play your cards right, we're going to take you from the age of, of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, from the old world order into the new world order, where ye shall be as gods, just like Satan promised Eve in the Garden of Eden to cause the first sin to happen. Same old agenda, different veneer. So, 
going forward. Creating an exopolitics officer department would be a tremendous step forward in bringing transparency and accountability to how relations with extraterrestrial visitors are being run by elements of the U.S. government and internationally. For the first time, American citizens would be informed of how covert elements of their government... Um, let me see something here. Sorry, I'm having technical difficulties today here. Um... Okay, so for the first time, American citizens would be informed of how covert elements of their government are managing the issue of extraterrestrial life and technology and will have a voice in how policies are developed and implemented. <laughs> yep, it's coming. Next report, MJ-12 has decided, decided to reveal their role in full galactic disclosure. Um, this is a guy... That writing about this article from Dr. Michael Salia, and he said he wrote, his friend, he said, Dr. Michael Salia wrote an article saying that this group known as MJ-12, or MAGIC, M-A-J-I-K, has decided together that they would like to disclose their activities between the United States government and extraterrestrials. While at a citizen's hearing on disclosure, Linda Moulton Howe, Robert Dr. Robert Woods and Stanton Friedman all share testimony about MJ-12. This just happened, this conference. Operation Majestic 12 was established by special classified presidential order. I mean, a lot of this stuff's been declassified. This isn't like some fringe thing that you can't say, oh, it never happened. No, they're, they're, through FOIA requests, you can find declassified documents about this. It, it happened. It was established by special presidential order on September 24th, 1947, at the recommendation of Secretary of Defense James Forstall and Dr. Vannevar Bush, chairman of the Joint Research and Development Board. This stuff happened, okay, a long, long time ago. The goal of the group was to exploit everything they could from recovered alien technology, reverse engineering it and incorporating it into our technology. This is a big reason that the Grenada Treaty was established between us and them, which is nothing more than a deal with the devil. Okay? You hear people make deals with the devil? That's what our government did with the Grenada Treaty way back. They agreed that, okay, you, you give us some of your technological goodies, okay, so we can have this technological advantage, and, okay, what do you want in return, Mr. Mr. Devil Alien, whatever thing you're presenting yourself to be? And they're like, well, we want, um, the only thing we really want, well, I'm not saying the only, but one of the main things is to be able to um, have a certain amount of your population that we can experiment upon. Do you know, isn't it funny, that's about the same time that all these alien abductions started happening? They were not prevalent before that point. Before that point that that treaty was confirmed. With the devil, essentially. They're coming as this alien entity. Okay? But what are they? They're essentially Satan, his fallen angels, his devils, and his demons in a presenting themselves in a manner which is acceptable and maybe more palatable than they would in the days of old, in the days of Noah, when they just came and, you know, were just really super in your face. This has been a long, slow process to get us to this point. Whereas in the days of Noah, it was more just like blunt, we're here, we're in your face, we're your gods, get over it. You know? 
It's just different. Satan is subtle and he's going about things differently because we're in a different age. So, I know I'm oversimplifying things here, but I think that's basically what we're dealing with. We know they're evil. And we know Satan's evil. So, um, their goal was to exploit everything they could from recovered alien technology. These people that are pushing so hard for disclosure, I've seen it over and over again, it is so disgustingly vile to me. Because they basically will go up there and say, I don't care, whatever, whatever you want, Mr. Alien, just give us the goodies, give us the technology. That's, that, they'll sell their soul for Satan's trinkets and baubles. Well, it's free energy. It's, it's a cure to cancer. We have all that stuff. It's all been suppressed. It's all been... Granted, do they have some technology we don't possess? I'm sure they do. They're fallen angels. They've been around here a whole lot longer than we have. I mean, these things were... One-third of the angels fell when Satan fell. They were no dummies. And they, they took their technological know-how with them. So, this is what's going on here. Um, what Dr. Salia has shared last night, if it proves true, comes to pass, which I firmly believe it will, and this is the guy writing the article, it is earth-shattering news. Included in this email is his article excerpt and the article he references from VeteransToday.com. This email is one of the most important contributions you can make to disclosure. Sharing this information widely. These are people that are just begging, 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 begging to have disclosure. Please, Mr. Aliens, come here and rule over us. We'll do whatever you want. Just give us your goodies. It is so unbelievably disgusting. I've seen it over and over again. That's all they care about. Why? Because they're 100% self-centered people. They just want the goodies. They want Satan's, whatever Satan can offer them. And what they're going to get from Satan is going to be far worse than the rule we're actually under now. As bad as it is, it's going to be worse. When Satan is purely ruling over you, and there's no veneer essentially anymore. And there we get into the tribulation and the Antichrist, the false prophet. So, um, this email, uh, he says, send it to your email list, post it on Facebook, send it direct tweets to the UFO Twitter accounts out there and those who have magazines or conferences on the subject. Full galactic disclosure is the issue which brings resolution to all of the issues affecting our world. It's not going to bring resolution. It's going to bring untold misery, heartache, human sacrifice, human culling of the planet. <laughs> this is so delusional to think this. Then he says, finally, my two cents. Why is this article important? You may have seen my articles titled Disclosure, Announcements, and Nisera. The big picture. I have also been saying for years that disclosure will come through President Obama. I've heard that many, many, many times. Also, I have been saying that he cannot do it alone. Oh, he's such a wonderful person, but he can't do it alone. As commander-in-chief, he must have a cooperation with the intelligence, defense, and other branches of the government. These articles state information has come through MJ-12 and that they are interested in full galactic disclosure as soon as possible and within the 2013 time frame, at the latest. We could be right on the cusp. Look at just the stuff we reported on today. This may be all unilateral support. This may be all the unilateral support President Obama needs to move forward with a national and international intergalactic disclosure. All right. 
he mentioned, um, well, here, I give you a ton of teachings I've done on disclosure here, okay? Imminent ET disclosure and world government. I just did that one May 12th of this year. Um, Vatican easing humanity toward alien disclosure. Vatican's doing their part and have been doing their part for years to, to, to do this. And then Satan's agenda for disclosure. Literally six part teaching I did in August 23rd of 2011. So a couple years ago. Satan's agenda for disclosure. Six part teaching I did on this subject. Now one of the parts, part three, uh, the table of contents reads, New Age Commentary Agenda for Disclosure. Nisera and the opening of Pandora's suitcase, Ascended Masters, and Maitreya. Talked about Maitreya, done dedicated teachings on him. Okay, uh, Nisera was something that was mentioned above there, I'm not going to get into it, but that's something also that I've also seen associated with this whole dis- this whole discussion of disclosure. Essentially when the good old aliens make their big debut, and they're going to come to humanity, and they're going to say, listen, we got a cure for cancer, we got a cure for all your diseases. It's right here. It's this nice vaccine. And we got free energy. You want free energy? Here's free energy. Even though this, these are things that we already have, they've just been suppressed. Um, yeah, there's going to be sacrifices involved on your part, but, you know, look at the goodies you're going to get. You know? It's all one big satanic carrot that they're going to try to dangle out in front of them. And then the masses are going to go for it. Most people are going to end up taking the mark of the beast. You know, the Bible says, and for this cause, and this is the same time the Antichrist is being revealed in the falling away of the church in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned, who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. When you're going to Mr. Alien and saying, oh, please, give me whatever, I want free energy, I want that vaccine that will cure me of everything, and who knows what it's going to really do to you. Um... I'll do anything. I'll sell my soul to Satan, whatever. Oh, Satan will meet you at your need. You know, but you were being sent strong delusion. You are taking pleasure in unrighteousness. And your your end, unfortunately, is hell and then the lake of fire. Now, I don't want that to happen, but I'm saying that is what's going to happen to these people that embrace this. So anyway, I give you all my teachings there that you can access. Now, next report. The Iron Mountain Report, which relates to this. I've had people ask me about the Iron Mountain Report and the Secret Space War. Number four, and now we're gonna—they're talking about terraforming. So this is another horrific aspect of all of this stuff that I've been talking about. Uh, again, again, guess who this is by? Preston James of VeteransToday.com. So the guy that's writing about all this at Veterans Today, a conservative type of online publication, he's also writing this. It's almost like, I feel like maybe his handlers have given him the green light to say, okay, listen, the gloves are getting ready to come off and we need to fully inform the public. Our Kabbalistic, Luciferian, Satanic principles say that we need to fully inform the public of what we're going to be doing to them and what we are doing to them and we can't wait anymore. So we're going to authorize mainstream publications like Veterans Today to basically lay it all out there and tell what's being done to you. And, and here it is. 
What are you going to do about it? This is what I believe is happening. That's why I reported on all this and tried to tie it all together. The secret of the Iron Mountain report has remained hidden until recently when astute researchers have spent considerable time examining its true implications in light of what has been disclosed by top insiders about the purposeful spraying of numerous toxins and bioweapons into the skies under Operation Cloverleaf. And despite the unusual denials that there was no Iron Mountain Report study group by the USG, it is believed that the Iron Mountain study group existed and was used as a tool to lay the groundwork for terraforming the Earth. We're going to get into that. In preparation, why are they doing all this stuff with the chemtrails? It's ruining the soil. It's ruining our bodies. Okay? Um... It's destroying crop yields. It's changing the environment. It's changing the CO2. It's changing the amount of UV rays that are penetrated. Just saw a horrific report on that this week, how it's increasing the amount of UVB rays. That B thinks of B for burning. It's incredibly increasing the amount of UVB rays when you go outside, which would also cause more long-term radiation and skin cancer damage. It's doing all of that, and they're doing it on purpose. They're terraforming the earth. Why? In preparation for a later 21st century full-scale alien invasion. This is how they're going to present it. All of this stuff's being done for years. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not buying into the alien, oh, these are aliens from another planet. No, no, no. It's the same garbage that was going on in Genesis 6. That was predicted to happen in our day. It's just a different way they're doing it. Satan and his minions are doing this. Okay? They come to kill, steal, and destroy. We're created in God's image. Humans, right? Okay? Male and female created he them. God did. He wants to destroy anything created in God's image. That includes the animals, that includes the sea life, that includes the, the, the um, now I know trees aren't and animals aren't, but I'm talking, they are God's creation. So Satan's goal, knowing that he's going to the lake of fire, knowing that misery loves company, knowing that the only thing he can do right now is try to take as many people with him and kill and defile God's creation as much as he can. He's bent on that. So, This is the whole point of terraforming. This is the whole point of chemtrailing. And that's just one of the things they're doing. If the Iron Mountain study group actually took place and the book summarizing it and reporting its content was accurate, this would make the Iron Mountain report one of the biggest USG secrets ever. United States government, USG. One would have expected, this is all referenced, this report as well, all the references are at the bottom. One would have expected this secret to have been kept from the public at all costs, using every tool available to the American intel and secret shadow governments, such as serious harassment, lethal threats, and quickly deployed extrajudicial executive actions, which would in term, which would encompass terminations with extreme prejudice. Meaning, in order to keep a lid on this information, this Iron Mountain report, you would think this would be standard procedure. Serious harassments, lethal threats, 
killing people. The term with prejudice means no judicial review or appeal is ever going to be possible later on. The use of the adjective extreme means that the most extreme measures will be used, and this always means killing. And that is the extrajudicial murder by agents of the state central government. In today's America, almost 90% of all intel functions have been privatized by offshore corporations uh, who have infiltrated and hijacked the big institutions of the American intel, including the NSA, the NRO, and the alphabets, and the secret shadow governments, known as the SSG, secret shadow governments, SSG. And yet, the best evidence is that this book, this Iron Mountain report, was accurate, and it turns out that this report was, for some strange reason, allowed to be leaked and accompanied by a mild USG denial, United States government denial. How can this situation be explained? Especially when LBJ, Lyndon B. Johnson, sent cables all over the US em- to all U.S. embassies ordering a complete denial and burying this report forever. The book was first published by Dial Press in 1967 and became a New York Times bestseller. This Iron Mountain report, a New York Times bestseller. And was published in 15 different nations, later to be republished again and again, even as late as 2008. Purported statements by John Kenneth Galbraith in support of the authenticity. Um, On November 26, 1967, the report was reviewed in the book section. In the book section of the Washington Post by Herschel McClandris which was uh, supposedly the pen name for Harvard professor John Kenneth Galbraith. Landris wrote that he knew firsthand of the report's authenticity because he had been invited to participate in its creation, that although he was unable to be part of the official group, he was consulted from the time and had been asked to keep the project secret, and that while he doubted the wisdom of letting the public know about the report, he agreed totally with its conclusion. He wrote in this... As I would put my personal repute behind the authenticity of this document, so would I. I mean, this was in the, this is a guy, Harvard professor, John Kenneth Galbraith, and this, um, um, I mean, this was actually, uh, the report was reviewed in a book section of the Washington Post. So we're not talking like fringe stuff here. I'm not saying that makes it credible, but I mean, it's like mainstream. They're, le- they're allowing this to leak on purpose, in other words. He says, as I would put my personal repute behind the authenticity of the document, so would I testify to the validity of its conclusions. Now remember that as we go further into this. My reservation relates only to the wisdom of releasing it to an obviously unconditioned public. This is the whole thing behind the alien agenda. A lot of different agendas. But the alien agenda to get us conditioned to their eventual arrival, their eventual disclosure, and these types of things. Six weeks later, here's an actual picture of the report from Iron Mountain. It's called the Report from Iron Mountain on the Possibility and Desirability of Peace. Um, There's the book cover, anyway. um, Six weeks later, in an Associated Press dispatch from London, Galbraith went even further and jokingly admitted that he was a member of the conspiracy. The following day, Galbraith backed off. But the original reporter reported the following six days later 
that, quote, the latest edition of the Cambridge newspaper Varsity quotes the following tape-recorded interchange. The interviewer says, are you aware of the identity of the author of the report of Iron Mountain? Galbraith says, I was in general a member of the conspiracy, but I was not the author. I have always assumed that it was the man who wrote the forward, Mr. Lewin. As many top intel analysts and experts know, complete secrecy can be maintained when desired and was done so during the Manhattan Project during World War II and also during many parts of the space war initiatives of the USAF, United States Air Force, and the USN, and which are still largely unknown to most people. However, some individuals also realize that the secret shadow government, or the SSG, is not unidimensional and that there are different factions involved and some have been strongly arguing for disclosure and have claimed that certain treaties made in secret with the alien visitors require such disclosures. Remember the treaties? The first one being the Grenada Treaty? Anyway, the reason for all this has been provided by a top SSG insider which is that these top SSG officials are ordered to provide such leaks or to allow them. They're ordered to do this. Most folks believe that leaks from the SSG black, deep black, or beyond black programs are due to human intel error, incompetence, or bullish refusal of whistleblowers to obey illegal orders. And although each of these reasons has been true some of the time, the really big leaks of such top intel, big USG or SSG secrets, is that the top SSG and intel officials have purposely leaked such secrets because they have been required to in order to be able to accomplish their goals of such deep black or beyond black programs. They've been required to do this. It appears that some deep black or beyond black intel leaks are required, not just mistakes or aberrations. Here we see an arm patch from the secret shadow government, the anti-gravity vehicle squadron, which says, if I tell you, I will have to kill you. I've seen many of these arm patches. I don't know, they've been smuggled out and stuff. There's all kind of ones that you would not believe the themes of them. I think that they're legitimate. The actual reason is not only counterintuitive, but actually, for many, stretches the imagination. This is the reason why they've let this leak, okay? Which is totally going to confirm what I've already said. And this is the actual reason for all the major intel leaks that have occurred, including the latest related to Julian Assange, WikiLeaks, and Edward Snowden. Is such The reason is that such leaks... See, all the stuff, Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, WikiLeaks, it's all by design. It's all by design. The reason is that such leaks are required by, quote, the cosmic rules of play, end of quote. Despite all lethal rules to keep completely quiet about such deep secrets of the SSG, secret shadow government, numerous and almost constant leaks occur. How could this be when such leaks are supposed to be met with lethal sanctions? But such have not been occurring in all the recent past for some leaks and now for almost all of them. My comment is why would they, why are they advancing their agenda? of these newest leaks. My comment is their timetable has been moved up, so more leaks are then thus required. Top SSG insiders claim that they are governed by the cosmic rules of play that come from their god Lucifer. 
And because he claims to be completely fair, he has set up rules of play which must be obeyed. I think that would probably most likely come more from God. Because God is the one that would set the parameters. Lucifer has to abide by God's parameters. Why would Lucifer care about that? He has to because these are the ground rules for him to operate and deceive humanity. God's letting this happen. Okay? For those that love unrighteousness, that have no love for the truth, that have no love for the Lord Jesus Christ, he's giving them over to a reprobate mind. He's, their consciences are being seared with a hot iron. They're, being, they're, they're going into strong delusion, like the Bible talks about. Okay? But Lucifer has to abide by these cosmic rules of play uh, because, you know, I believe it's why, what God, the ground rules, God would lay down. Cosmic informed consent is required, thus the most important... I mean, how could you say Lucifer has to be completely fair? He's the father of wise. He's not going to care about being fair, okay? It doesn't make any sense. If he were in charge, and, and, it, and he could do anything that he wanted to, he would have annihilated all of us a long time ago, and he would have done it in the most underhand, evil way possible. But see, he's not the one on the throne. That's just further evidence of this, Okay? So, I mean, this is really heavy-duty information here. Cosmic informed consent is required, thus the most important major secrets must be intentionally leaked in disguise. This preservation of human free will, remember, that's very important for God, we have free will. Free will to get saved, to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, or to deny Him. Free will is very important to God. But do you think if Satan was in charge, it'd be important to Satan? He could care less. Okay? The preservation of human free will requires disclosure of what Lucifer plans to do in advance so that humans have fair warning and can either consent or remove consent. As this narrative goes, Lucifer can only advance his programs to completely transform the earth into a worldwide, Luciferian, globalist, new world order one government super fascist system if the majority of humans provide consent and cooperate. And that's what this whole thing's been done for like the last, I don't know, 100 years or whatever, at least, probably going all the way back to Babylon, really, to get us to the point where humanity is so dumbed down, so full of devils, so full of chemicals, so mind-numbed, so obsessed with Sports and in fashion and trivial garbage and 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 just so obsessed with non-essential things, so obsessed with uh, pornography and 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 um, drugs and alcohol and every manner of vice, so focused in on all of that that it will come where there's a tipping point and they, he will be able to make his he will be able to usher on to the world stage. This is what it's all been preparing for, and the Bible predicts all this was going to happen. Okay, so um, experts know that when societal tipping points occur, when a majority of the people give consent to their government, that is why mind control was considered an essential component in gaining and maintaining rule in Bolshevik Russia, Nazi Germany, Maoist China, North Korea, and Cambodia under Pol Pot, all of which were pre-tests, pre-tests. 
to the final takedown and transformation of the world. They were trial runs. And all of these Luciferian systems were predicted, uh, were predicated on removing any concept of God Almighty and substituting the state as your God. What are they doing now in the school systems? You know? Removing any, in the military, removing any reference of Jesus Christ. I mean, you can be sent to prison now for trying to lead somebody to the Lord in the military. I, I reported on this. The rabid homosexual, bisexual, transgender, pro-abortion, pro-evil, pro-Muslim, pro-false religion movements that don't want anything to do with God or whatever the God that they've made up in their own mind. And Muslims, it's like Allah, who's the moon God. That's what's, that's what's given preferential treatment and, and blessings in this wicked world we live in. So, any and all... Uh, and all of these Luciferian systems were predicated on removing any concept of God Almighty and substituting the state as God in order to justify totalitarian control by the state in its worship as a super parent figure by the masses, most of which were fully conned. Those that were unwilling to yield to the state were imprisoned, sent to re-education camps, tortured, or executed. That's in, you know, Maoist China, Hitler, Stalin, Russia. Top SSG officials take orders from their superiors who are higher up in the hierarchy, known as the Pyramid of Power, which accumulates at the very top with the old black nobility. And I believe now you're dealing with the Rothschilds and, and the highest Illuminati family members. Um, the, it's at the very top with the black nobility, the Circle of Twelve, a.k.a. the Council of Twelve, which has been reported to regularly meet with Lucifer in person for directions and guidance as well as additional power derived from acts of human blood sacrifice. What were we just talking about in the, in the mountains of Asheville? Why are they just sacrificing people for the fun of it? Well, I'm sure part of it's that. But a lot of it's from the power they're deriving. I mean, they ask these devils and demons to do their bidding based on these human sacrifices, or to give them more power, more whatever they're trying to get. It's no different on the, on the highest up in the food chain. You, you better believe these people are regularly meeting with Satan. Manifesting in the flesh. I heard the Rothschilds, he meets with them every day. I don't know if that's the case or not, but they're the, they're the top Illuminati family in the food chain. Of course he's going to. Prince in the power of the air? I mean, yeah, he's going to give direct marching orders to the people at the very, very top. Unless these big, super secret um, shadows, uh, the shadow governments, are uh, big shadow secrets are leaked, the top um, SSG officials believe that their plans will not be allowed to be fully activated and will be doomed. In other words, God will doom them because they haven't played by the cosmic rules of play. They've cheated. They're already a bunch of devils. And God, I believe, has laid down parameters for them to go by. And if man consents, if he gives free will, then they're given over. You know? They also realize that such informed consent always carries the risk that we, the people, will grab onto and believe the leak and rise up and stop any activation. 
Um, but they go ahead and disclose, and then they attempt to use disinformation and misinformation to neutralize the leak as best they can, sometimes deploying sophisticated psyops to do so. So they've got their damage control in there as well. Superfascism is different than the fascism of Nazi Germany. As Mussolini declared, fascism is the merger of the corporation and the state. In Nazi Germany and fascist Italy, the corporation and the state were merged, but the state maintained predominant control. In superfascism, the corporation and the state are merged, but the corporations are offshore and beyond the reach of any legal, any nation's legal system and form a network owned and run by an organization of central banks run out of the City of London Financial District, which actually controls the state with which it is merged, thus in reality forming a functional but hidden in plain sight New World Order, globalist, Luciferian, one world government. The secret of the Iron Mountain Report was that the powers that be that run the world would conspire together to create and claim a major international pollution crisis is occurring. A crisis providing a pre... which they've created, this pollution crisis, primarily, I think, one of the main things is through chemtrails, and then you got the Fukushima, a crisis providing a pretext to declare a war against environmental abuse, a.k.a. later to be called the Green Movement, Gaia worship, or Mother Gaia, or worship of Mother Earth. Thus, this phony hypothesis has been force-fed to Americans and the world that the CO2 necessary for good plant and crop growth is actually toxic. See, the plants have to have the CO2. Okay? It's not bad for them. It's good for them. They have to have it or they die. But no, no, no. CO2 is evil. It also forms a pretext to reduce energy consumption inside America by driving coal generation electricity, coal generated electricity to a minimum. And along with the deployment of massive chemtrail or aerosol spraying in the skies under the secret program Operation Cloverleaf, Massive crop yield reductions can be gained. Massive crop yield reductions through the chemtrail spraying. So bad that the only seeds that are going to be able to grow in the, in the ground before long, if they are able to keep this up, will be the Monsanto aluminum-resistant, probably barium-resistant Terminator GMO seeds that you got to go to Monsanto to get that are going to produce their nice Franken-food crop. Literally, these seeds are aluminum and all the other barium and these types of things are resistant. The soil's being absolutely polluted with these, um, these toxic trace minerals. It's all by design, every bit of it, to totally control the global food supply. And Monsanto is at the forefront of that one. Pure evil. Another thing that we should be praying against, Monsanto. So, under Operation Cloverleaf, massive crop yield reductions can be gained, humans can be poisoned, and inoculated, we're going to talk about that next, or soon, with nanoparticles of aluminum, barium, and other toxic chemicals, as well as biowarfare agents. Do you realize now we're being inoculated with nanoparticles from the chemtrails? Some active and some inactive, these biowarfare agents that they're spraying on us, some active and some inactive, which can be remotely activated at a later time by use of some sophisticated psychotronics or catalytic viruses or bacteria. What? Yeah. They can be activated at a later time. That's why it's very important to be detoxing. They are trying to kill us so many different ways. I couldn't, I, I probably don't even know the half of it. 
as many things as I've reported on. The water, the food, the air, the chemtrails. I mean, just the outgassing of chemicals from from plastics and, and the BPA and the plastic. There's so many things I've reported on. So, if you want to know more about this, uh, about the chemtrails, I just had a listener email me this today. It's called uh, The Most Important Topic of Our Time, Geoengineering and Chemtrails. Looks like, I started watching it, looks like the guy really knows his stuff and it's about chemtrailing. Um, so I give you the link here. It's going to be on about page 22 or 23 of the thing. So, this of course is part of a long-term sophisticated geoengineering plan to lower crop production create famines and droughts worldwide and radically decrease the potability the potable water supply meaning water that's good okay so this is what they want to do lower crop production create famines and droughts and radically dis- decrease our good water supply the only seeds that will grow in this new toxified soil will be those patented by Monsanto because they are GMO and do not yield growable seeds themselves, they're terminator seeds, and are alleged to produce crops that contain sophisticated toxins that allegedly modify our own human DNA. Remember, what was Genesis 6 all about? Defiling the DNA of humanity, and Satan almost pulled it off. So much so that only eight people made it alive on the ark, because probably... Everyone's else DNA had been defiled that point by the fallen angels procreating with the women, producing a race of giants. It wasn't human anymore, right? No, they weren't. They had defiled humanity. Now, maybe all of them, their DNA wasn't defiled, but the ones that weren't were given over to Satan, most likely. Because it was the Bible says man's thoughts were only evil continually, and it repented God that he'd even made man. It says that in Genesis 6. So it was pretty bad. So even if their DNA wasn't defiled, they're... they're, they're um, Soul and spirit sure were. So, anyway, these wonderful Monsanto Terminator uh, seeds have sophisticated toxins that allegedly modify human DNA and serve as another form of soft kill to reduce the world's population. Soft kill, meaning it doesn't happen all at once, but it does happen. The most serious substance is being sprayed in aerosol chemtrails by the CIA contractor aircraft from Tucson, Arizona, are the strange protein chains called prion seeds. I didn't even know about this. Prion seeds? Yeah, that's in the chemtrails too, which when activated can cause mad cow disease. Or Hutzfeld-Jacob type uh, CNS neurodegenerative diseases. It's mad cow disease. It's like your brain starts to uh, like liquefy. And, uh, or some have hypothesized a type of human rabies derivative, which would result in a fatal occurrence of zombieism, such as characterized by the new movie Z, uh, I think it's World War Z. Are you kidding me? Why doesn't this surprise me? Spraying prions on us, which cause mad cow, or some type of human rabies derivative, which would result in this occurrence of... Have we not been bombarded with the concept from Hollywood of zombies? Has that not come at an absolute fever pitch? Uh, Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Now, can God protect you from this? Sure. But you need to know about this. There's an agenda behind the zombie thing. I've reported on this. Kian Zombie 
in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. There is an agenda behind every single thing Hollywood is feeding humanity. And it's a conditioning tool. More zombie movies than you can imagine in the last 10 years. If you look at, like, just list zombie movies. And a lot of it is going to have to do with these chemtrails. And, and or vaccinations, and or whatever they're going to do with the food and water supply. All of these are actually all covert weapons of war developed and deployed worldwide by the city of London banksters as well as their Luciferian leadership. Many younger folks in their 20s and 30s and 40s are now experiencing brain fog, cognitive slippage, or senior moments of forgetfulness never before experienced in these age groups. The way the young people eat nowadays and the garbage that they're putting in their body, I think a lot of them are going to be dead by the age of 30. I really do. I mean, I know from some of just seeing, knowing what some of Taylor's friends eat, and it's like, you're going to be dead real quick. The things that were happening to people in their 80s, it's just going to keep going back and back and back until, again, what is this all about? Reduce world population to 500 million. First commandment of the New World Order, the Georgia Guidestones, the Ten Commandments, the First Commandment, reduce world population to 500 million, which is roughly, you know, 90 to 95% reduction. It's all part of it. Um... This is allegedly due to the massive aerosol spraying by the CIA airline in southern Arizona and other subcontracts. Obviously, it's going on all over the place. It has been recently alleged that tox, toxins have been quietly added to jet fuel now as a combustion enhancer and a mild fire retardant. And inhalation of these nanoparticles of aluminum and barium can now easily uh, induce memory lapses. The most common cognitive slips now appear to be when the young folks forget where they were parked in a parking lot after shopping or leaving their keys in the jacket or in a booth in the restaurant. Obviously, the person or persons ordering this crime against humanity of aerosol spraying to poison human beings must be very, very high up in the hierarchy of control. This is why I get righteous, indignant, angry when I see those chemtrail planes. And I know I've seen righteous, indignant prayers take them out of the skies for days, sometimes week, weeks on end. So, the pyramid of power that runs most of the leaders of the world's nation-states, and imagine the lethal fear of these top POP leaders must be able to generate to keep subordinates cooperating with this massive eugenics program of soft kill of so many humans. Or at least they must be using sophisticated human uh, compromise or honey trap pedophile ops to be paying a great deal of money or benefits to keep subordinates in line with these programs which are truly crimes against humanity. Oh, you better believe it. We've got some real slime slime buckets in these programs participating in this. And this is who they would want to recruit. Just like TSA recruits the worst of the worst. Because who wants to do that job? Grow people? Well, pedophiles and perverts and evil, you know, I'm sure there's some exceptions, but I'm just saying, for the most part, that's who they like to be in their previous um, felons and people like that. And it is most interesting how China is quietly purchasing massive amounts of water from the Great Lakes using secretive means to gain access to and then transport it back to China in large tanker ships to bottle it in plastic with alleged high amounts of gender-bending BPA 
endocrine disruptor compounds to then sell back to Americans as bottled drinking water because we're the main target, Americans. We're, the, we're one of the few things standing in the way of the New World Order going down, particularly the praying Christian middle class remnant of, and I'm not saying lower class, but I'm just saying if, if you're in a different uh, middle class, you have a little more power as far as over your life, obviously, than you would have if you were totally in poverty and, let's say in that particular case, totally dependent on the government. I'm not judging you, I'm just saying. They want to destroy the middle class of America, and that's always been one of their main goals. So, the big plan is to actually is actually a very sophisticated blueprint to terraform the earth. According to the specifications provided by Lucifer, or Satan, and his alien representatives. Alien meaning his, his fallen angel buddies and devils and demons posing as these aliens, okay? Just like the ascended masters that are going to come are going to pose as, oh, we're this or that, and they're just devils in disguise, okay? They just are, are good at masking themselves and, and you know, it, like I said, Satan can appear as an angel of light. So marvel that his ministers can appear as ministers of righteousness. So they can cloak and disguise themselves. This is all part of a sophisticated plan to create the pretext for massive deployment of terraforming of the earth in order to prepare it for later, um, for a later invasion by a certain species of, quote, aliens, that's how they're going to present themselves, who plan to land and occupy and populate, they're saying Africa, as their initial center of control. Um, according to recent leaked information, remember, this is from Veterans Today. Okay, so, okay, it's not a fringe news thing. According to recent leaked information, these creatures plan to create a massive environmental changes to the whole Earth and massively depopulate the Earth using sophisticated eugenics and other soft and hard-kill means. If these things were human, why would they want to kill themselves? Why would they want to annihilate themselves? But if they're not human, and if they're Satan, and we know Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy, obviously this is something you would expect. Terraforming the earth, totally creating this defiling God's creation, just like he did in the days of Noah. And the, the, the book of Enoch gets into that. Uh, just key in Enoch in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I use it as commentary. That's it. Okay, and only one version that has the KJV references. Just use it as commentary. Don't use it as canon of scripture. Anyway, so you can see my teachings, um, preparation for alien, UFO deception, and high gear. Uh, many parts I did on that. And then Vatican easing toward alien disclosure. I already talked about that one. Um, other studies I've done on this. This major problem would thus create a pretext for the formation of a very strongly empowered federal agency which would exercise strong police powers, I'm assuming on behalf of the Antichrist and the False Prophet, against the public, often harassing them, taking their rights away without due process, and generally setting up a situation where society would come to expect strong internal police state type organizations. Hey, we pretty much already have that now. Of course, it will get worse. Of course, this is the age-old Luciferian Babylonian principle of order out of chaos. Okay, ordo ab cow. Which creates a problem that is so major and chaotic to society, like this problem they're creating with this uh, terraforming, geoengineering of the planet, Okay, which creates a problem that is so major and chaotic to society that only the central government is big enough to solve it. But first, additional police state powers and revenues must be allocated to the state in order to empower it adequately to solve such problems. 
Here's a couple videos on that subject if you'd like to know more. So, what specifically is terraforming? Terraforming, as used in this article, represents the complete environmental and biological engineering of planet Earth to make it conform to the wishes of Lucifer's chosen, allegedly his fallen angels, and the Nephilim, uh, a.k.a. the Anakim, as the Bible refers to them as. Well, the Bible refers to them as giants. That word is translated in the Hebrew from uh, Nephal or Nephilim, and it means the fallen ones, okay? Uh, but the fallen angels are not the Nephilim. The fallen angels made the Nephilim by procreating with women. So there's a big difference there, okay? That's their offspring. Now, this huge program is alleged to require deployment of massive and sophisticated psyops and psychotronic mind control, free trade, deindustrialization of America. Now, we're totally seeing that. It's being deindustrialized. Why? To kill our, you know, jobs and growth sector and, and just to, you know, make us dependent on China and the government, and um, deindustrialization of Europe and industrialization of China, and a world, which is what's been done, a worldwide centralized banking system, one world currency following a staged and engineered worldwide and complete financial collapse, pretty much all the stuff we've been talking about, and the deployment of massive eugenics programs involving soft kill and hard kill until at least 80% of the population is eliminated. So at least their hearts are in the right place. I mean, I think that's the important part, right? I mean, they, they seem like good guys. Our best interests in mind, right? Sorry, I'm being sarcastic. Anyway, allegedly the final plan involves the elimination of all cutouts, which is a slang term for a trusted intermediary between... Classically, what it means is a trusted intermediary between two espionage agents or agencies. Even the top secret shadow government or SSG officials in... Um, POP officials and their elimination of their eliminator cutouts. The eliminator cutouts do all the soft kill and hard kill. Once their jobs are completed, these all these cutouts will be destroyed. Remember what we looked at in the, um, the first video we watched today or heard on that one called The Purge? And at the end, they start going back in and killing even the bad guys? Well, that's what we're talking about here. Nobody will be spared. You think you're on the winning team, but you're going to be killed too. You'll just have a little, you, you might have an extra day or two, or maybe an extra few months before you're dead. You know, you still get to go to hell though. So, I mean, that's what happens when you sell it to Satan. So, um, this would leave only 2% of the humans left to serve as dumbed down mind control worker bees. Now, you have to understand, this is what Satan wants. This is what he's threatening. This is not the way it's going to actually end up happening. God's not going to let it be this bad, okay? It's not going to happen to this extent because God is still in control. A lot of people aren't going to die, though. You know, I don't see 90% dying before we go into the tribulation. I just don't see Bible for that. I, you know, I don't know. I, I can't say 100% for sure, but I don't, I don't believe that would be the case. Uh, I don't think that um, the Lord's going to let it happen to that extent, okay? But again, I'm not God, okay? But I think you could go into Revelation and make a point for that. Lucifer's ultimate plan. Now, remember, this is Lucifer's plan. This isn't necessarily God's plan. Obviously, they're going to be... Yes, God is sending a strong delusion. Yes, he's letting this happen. But he's still keeping Lucifer in check, is the point I'm trying to make here. He's still on a leash. He just can't do whatever he wants. If that was the case, he'd kill everybody. So... Lucifer's ultimate plan is to, is to destroy all of God Almighty's earthly creation, 
including animals and humans, and create his own transhuman type monsters. What are we seeing in the labs? What have I been reporting on with this transhumanism agenda? Part animal, part human, part plant, part human. Um, neural implants, microchips, all these things that make us unhuman, make us what they call post-human. How does somebody that's not fully human get saved? Ah, I don't think it's possible. Well, I'm part monkey, part human. I can get saved, right? Jesus Christ didn't come and pay for the sins of all chimpanzees so that you could get saved. He did it for mankind. That's a big reason he wants to hybridize, which is what we're talking about here, defile the DNA. It's always about the DNA, remember. Defile our DNA so that we're not even fully human anymore. You can't get saved. But I'm, I'm, I'm only 20% cow. <sighs> I mean, I, yes, I mean, that, I'm, I'm feeling utterly moveless today. Sorry, sorry, little humor there. Anyway, but, I mean, 20% cow. He didn't die for the 20% cow. Okay? So, so, what I'm saying is that whatever God created, Satan is trying to defile, and he wants to bring about his own creation, which would be, these transhuman type monsters who are part machine, part biological, part whatever, best described possibly as androids. Because he can take credit for that. Satan's always on this power trip, always wanting to be worshipped, always wanting to look at what he, when he fell. He said, I will be like the Most High. I will ascend unto the sides of the north. No, it didn't happen. You're not going to usurp God. He's still on the throne. He's not going anywhere. You're a defeated foe. Bottom line. And he knows that. And that's why he's come, and that when he's cast out of heaven, he comes down with great fury. You know, as the Bible talks about in Revelation. So, the whole idea of pseudo-wars against major social and economic problems was actually created by the central United States government in the first place and has become the main practice of the United States government since the publication of the Iron Mountain Report. We're back to that again. So now, we have the so-called war on pollution, the so-called war on poverty, the so-called war on drugs, the so-called war on terror. All of these problems have been planned and created by the powers that be, or the PTB, who sit at the top of the pyramid of power, POP, and their cutouts in the um, shadow government. Terraforming of the earth requires major changes to all societies, nations, and every single nation's environment. Some areas are designated for mining and acquisition of minerals and elements essential to the future plans of the, the supposed aliens who are planning to form a worldwide New World Order globalist Luciferian system with a new, quote, new Caesar, Caesar of the ages. This is the Antichrist. To serve as world ruler and a complete dictator. Now remember, this is their plan. Doesn't this sign... Similar to the Bible? And the false prophet will be pointing everybody to him. They refer to him here as the new Caesar of the ages. Some believe this will be Marduk. Others believe that it will be Lucifer himself. With Marduk as his great prophet or front man paving the way. What's Marduk? Well, Marduk, or in the Bible, Hebrew Bible, Merodach, which only occurs once, and I'll give you that verse, 
was the Babylonian name of the late generation god from ancient Mesopotamia and the patron deity of the city of Babylon, who when Babylon became the political epicenter of the Euphrates Valley in the time of Hammurabi in the 18th century BC, started to slowly rise in position of the head of the Babylonian pantheon. Babylon, obviously, is where basically all of our false religion stems from. Okay, Babylon. Which is a position... He fully acquired, meaning the head of the Babylonian pantheon, by the second half of the second millennium BC. Marduk, or Merodach, in the Bible. Where is he talked about? Jeremiah 52. Declare ye among the nations, and publish and set up a standard. Publish and conceal not. Say, Babylon is taken. Bel is confounded. Probably Bel meaning Baal, or Baal. Merodach is broken in pieces. This is in reference to to Babylon. Her idols are confounded. Her images are broken in pieces. That's Jeremiah 52. I have to think about it. I mean, the Antichrist is going to be the full embodiment of evil. They're going to do, the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to do things that are going to absolutely blow people's minds beyond anything that's ever been seen on this planet as far as high-level witchcraft. Miracles, Signs and line wonders, whereby which they will deceive the whole earth. And if it were possible, it says, they will deceive the very elect. Now that's also the false prophets and these types of things. But deception is going to be the earmark of the end times, that we're in and we're moving into. Jesus Christ said, be not deceived. It's the first warning he gave in Matthew 24 regarding the end times. So, we're supposed to be not deceived. That's why this ministry is literally exists as a watchman type don't want you to be deceived ministry. I'm just here to point you to the Lord Jesus Christ and hopefully point you to the truth here and give you some heads up on what is Satan's agenda. What is he going to probably try to pull? So when you see this stuff go down, you can say, ah, this isn't going to fool me. I knew this plan way ahead of time. God revealed it to me. So, um, whether this Merodach literally possesses the Antichrist in, in some type of human type form, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I can't say 100% for sure. Um, but when it put it past them, if these rumors based on insider leaks are true, most of North America and Canada is scheduled to be massively reduced in population. With only cities allowed, with only cities allowed which have stacked small 8 by 10 foot apartments. Can you imagine living in an 8 by 10 foot apartment? and tightly contain non-mobile populations of worker beast serfs under Agenda 21. And I know this is what they want to do. They went around us, and they've told us this. Seen the documentation. With the outside open land areas transformed into large, continuous nature centers and game reserves. Well, that way, Mother Gaia won't be grieved. The massive federal acquisition of America's forest areas are, are all part of this plan. They've been buying up public land like absolutely nuts and crazy. And has been used to prepare Americans to accept such plans as they are deployed. Now here we have a picture of Senegal in South Africa, which is the alleged ground zero for the first stage of the Nephilim alien invasion that they're saying. Now I'm not saying this is what's going to go down. This is what this report is saying. This is what occult sources are revealing. God may have another plan. I don't know. But I figured it was worth reporting on. And here, this is information is coming from Veterans Today. 
<laughs> which is pretty amazing. Allegedly, under this massive Luciferian plan to terraform the earth for open inhabitation by aliens, Africa, and remember, aliens, I, I take that with a grain of salt because, you know, it's Satan's minions, essentially. Africa is ground zero for the takeover of the earth. And if recent reports that that evil leader Marduk, or Merodach, as is, is referred to in the uh, Old Testament, has landed in Africa are true. Now, this is going to happen one of these days. <laughs> one, of these, one of these days, the mothership's going to come down, and he's going to say, take me to your leader. Isn't that what we've been conditioned by Hollywood to say? Isn't that how these ascended masters and these people that are going to pose as our saviors are going to come, most likely? Well, there you go with the, the, the lion signs, wonders, and miracles. That's going to be the first one. And they've been preparing us this for years over this. So, recent reports of that evil leader Marduk has landed in Africa are true, as well as the rumors that he is allegedly to be Lucifer's choice for a Caesar of the ages. He's the, the Antichrist, in other words. Um, if this is true, this would support such an allegation that Africa indeed is the first ground zero landing point. And if Marduk has actually landed and has been visited by three American presidents already, I'm going to get into that in a second, and various other world leaders, including Israel, China, Russia, this would suggest that a major reorganization of world power is likely in the works. Oh, you mean like dividing the world up into ten, into ten kingdoms, like the Bible says in Daniel? And they're going to have ten different kings and a different reorganization? Oh, huh. Yeah, that would confirm the Bible again. What, what do you mean about three U.S. presidents going to, going to South Africa? Three, this is an article that came out July 8th, 2013. Three U.S. presidents visit Africa and conduct secret meetings in the same week. Did you know this happened? Why did three consecutive presidents of the United States in the last 20 years meet up in Africa in the week of June 26th, 2013? Did you know this happened? I, I didn't. While they, were dis, while they were distracted, the world, with the news of Mr. Snowden's spy scandal, remember, whenever anything big breaks like that, always understand they're doing stuff behind the curtain, thinking you're not going to pay any attention. Oh, look at this, look at this. When that was all controlled, as we said, leaks. While they distracted the world with news of Mr. Snowden's spy scandal and the hijacking of the presidential Bolivia's aircraft by European Union countries, the last two presidents of the United States met up secretly in Africa with the current U.S. President Obama under cover of some innocuous under the cover of some innocuous story. Obama supposedly went to promote goodwill and trade. Bush went to do some messianic work of healing Africans from their, pest, from their, quote, pestilence, whereas Clinton, Bill Clinton, came in under the cover promoting a civil society. Then they all had a meeting, but with whom and for what reason? Why in Africa? So far, they have all refused to confess what they were up to. Does this seem rather odd to anyone? Africa, and it was totally not reported by the mainstream news. Well, then you know they're trying to cover it up. Africa is an inauspicious place to hold such a secret meeting. For the full story in the African visit, I give you a link here. I just don't have time to get into it. 
So, with Israel thrown under the bus, which means the city of the London Banksters' main cutout is going to be cut loose because they are no longer needed, and we're going to talk about that in a second, this lines up with scripture, Israel being thrown under the bus, totally lines up with scripture, I'm going to prove it. This also suggests that a major nuclear exchange will result over the Israeli Mideast aggression. Remember that video we were just playing earlier? How it literally showed like a suitcase nuke was going off in Syria just like three days ago? I don't know if it really happened, but it was huge, the explosion. This suggests that a major nuclear exchange will result over the Israeli Mideast aggression, and this will perhaps level Jerusalem. Ah, I don't know about that. But... And much of Israel, leaving the city open for construction of Lucifer's new temple for his new Caesar of the ages. Isn't the Antichrist going to have a rebuilt temple? Where he can commit the abomination of desolation that the Bible talks about? Sure is. Now, I'm not saying Jerusalem's going to be nuked. Okay, I'm not saying that. But Israel... I don't know. Maybe they could suffer a nuclear exchange in one of their cities. I don't know. It's hard to say. Now, all of this lines up with scripture. Luke 21.20 And when ye see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. The desolation. The abomination of desolation. This is Jesus Christ talking. Matthew 24.15 when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation. Now remember, Israel's getting ready to be thrown under the bus. All the nations are eventually going to come against her. So we, even America, so we should be looking for that to be happening. Okay? When you when ye shall therefore see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, meaning in the rebuilt temple, in the holiest of holies, Whoso readeth, let him understand. Where does it say that? Daniel 11.31. What does it say? They shall pollute the sanctuary of strength. This is the rebuilt temple. They shall take away the daily sacrifice. Up to that point, they will be sacrificing animals according to Old Testament Levitical law, even though Jesus Christ came and died for their sins and was the um, Lamb of God slain before the foundation of the earth. They don't recognize that at this point, the the, uh, Israelites, yet... They will at some point, but it's going to come near the end of the tribulation. Anyway, they shall take away the daily sacrifice, and they shall and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate, which could be most likely the um, the um, the statue that the uh, false prophet and the antichrist are going to put in there, which. You know, the Bible talks about in Revelation, okay, that can actually talk and is animated and things of this nature. So, that is most likely the abomination that make it desolate. Uh, Daniel, I, don't, I just don't have time to get into all that today because, I mean, we're running so far behind. Anyway, Daniel twelve eleven, and from that time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that make it desolate set up, which is this image, the image of the beast, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. What is that? That's approximately three and a half years. Okay? So, this is in the midpoint of the tribulation when the abomination of desolation is set up in the holy place of the temple and that is going to mark the midpoint of the tribulation. And then it's really going to get bad because then God's 
fury is going to start raining down with with the the various judgments and the bold judgments and trump and judgments and all those things. So, um, 2 Thessalonians 2, 3, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come. That day is, is, is basically the rapture of the church, our gathering together under him, under Jesus Christ, okay? So, that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, that's a falling away, that's apostasy, apostasia is where the word's translated from in the Greek, okay, a falling away of the church, and, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So whether you're pre, post, or mid-trib, it's saying here, whatever you believe regarding that, it's saying here that we cannot be, the church cannot be raptured until there's a falling away of the church first, which we're having that in full swing, and the man of sin be revealed. Regardless of where your theology lies on that, that's what the Bible says. So, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And this has to do with the abomination of desolation as well, I believe. He's going to basically proclaim himself to be God. Luke 21, 21, then let them, this is, and then this is what Jesus is saying after the abomination of desolation is committed. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out of it, and let them not that are in the countries enter thereinto. For these are be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days, for there shall be great distress of the land, and wrath upon the people. Remember, every, all the nations are going to turn against Israel. Further proof of this. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive unto all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Okay, so Jerusalem's in for a really, really rough time here. Okay, um, in the end, okay, things are going to change radically when Jesus Christ comes back. Zechariah 14.1 says, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall, shall not be cut off from the city. Uh, then, then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. But this is more toward the end of the tribulation here. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. So when he splits Mount Olives, Olives, when Jesus comes back, and there shall be a very great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. So I, that was kind of giving you those verses to understand that, you know, what's going to happen here with uh, Jerusalem. So, once Jerusalem is readied and the new Caesar of the ages is seated and empowered, this is back to the main article, that is anointed with the full power of Lucifer, the worldwide terraforming program will enter its final phase, as though it's not bad enough now. And gigantic direct eugenics programs will be activated by various sophisticated means and some very draconian hybridization and transhumanism plans will also be activated to essentially remove any stubborn remnants of remaining human free will. Well, remember, God's still on the throne. 
So then he gives a whole bunch of thank yous to the people that helped him put this article together, and it's heavily referenced article as well. Um, now, I'm going to have to end part four here, and I've got just a little bit more left, um, and we'll go from there. So God bless you, and we'll see you in part five.